Broadcasting from the Love My Local Massachusetts North of Boston CVB Studios, the North Shore's home for the best music. 1049 WBOQ Gloucester. It's time for John Paul, the car doctor, on North Shore 1049. Call today with your car questions, comments, or concerns. 1-800-370-1049. That's 1-800-370-1049. John Paul, the car doctor. Good Saturday morning, everyone, and welcome to another edition of the Car Doctor Program on this beautiful Saturday morning here in New England. Hope you're out able to enjoy it. Maybe if there's not a water ban in your town, you're able to go out and wash your car. If not, get out that waterless car wash, car wash and try it out. Hey, uh, with us on the phone is Lee Newcomb. Lee Newcomb is the Ford Explorer Marketing Manager and Ford has a new version of the Explorer, the Timberline, and uh, when I think Timberline, I think off-road in the woods. Let's find out from Lee what Timberline actually is. Lee, good morning, and welcome back to the Car Doctor Program. Hey, good morning, John. Good to be with you. How are you today? Good. I'm doing fine on this beautiful Saturday morning here in New England. Hey, so when I think of Timberline, I think of trees and and uh, forest. And uh, is that is that what the new Ford Explorer is? Yeah, uh, you you nailed it. Actually, it's our most capable Explorer ever, um, and we really designed it for people to get out off trail, uh, maybe take it to their favorite fishing hole or back to a remote cabin, and to get out in the wilderness with their family. So this isn't, you know, sometimes you look at uh, sport utility vehicles and you see a badge and the badge is kind of, well, you know, it's, it's, it, it implies something, but there's no, there's no meat there. Uh, does it, what's the Timberline, what's the difference between the Timberline and, say, a stock Ford Explorer? Yeah, great question. So uh, we'll start with the ride height. It's about three-quarters of an inch uh, additional ride height, so you've got uh, about 8.6 inches of ground clearance. We put a great uh, torsion limited slip rear axle on this, so gives you even more uh, off-road traction. And then under the hood, we loaded it up with uh, heavy-duty shocks, uh, front rebound springs, revised steering calibration, stabilizer bars. Uh, so you really have a lot of great... Um, structure there to to go off road with some confidence so it sounds like if i had to if i if i was in charge of the parts bin at ford i'd say you guys went over to the police interceptor bin and grabbed some stuff that's exactly right um we we really leverage uh our relationship with the police interceptor uh they have a lot of great capability in those vehicles and we weren't shy about taking what we needed and, you know, we really want to design that kind of vehicle that gave you the confidence to go off-roading, but was really still uh, very fun and easy to drive throughout the city. So you weren't being jarred. It wasn't, uh, it wasn't a tough ride in the city. This Timberline really balances both worlds nicely. So the interior is still uh, sort of sport luxury interior is still, uh, still set up. So when you get in, you go, this is a, this is a nice vehicle. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, we load it up with our uh, ActiveX seating material, which is easy to wipe down if you're out and about and you get dirty, uh, get some dirt and mud on the seats. Uh, it comes in a uh, deep cypress uh, interior color, which is just a really 
a striking color. And then we load it up with technology. So we have our Copilot 360 driver's assist technologies. We have our Copilot 360 assist plus driver's assist technologies like adaptive cruise control, evasive steer assist. And then we put the 360-degree camera on it as well. So if you're in a parking lot or if you're out in the woods, you can see how you are, your, how your vehicle is in relationship to your surroundings. And then to top it all off, we give you a front view camera. So if you are on the trail and you want to see what's over that next rise because you can't quite see over your hood, then that camera's there to, to help you navigate the trails. And uh, that's, a, that's a good point. Having that 360-degree camera uh, lets you know... Uh you know, that, that tree stump that you didn't see, you weren't able to see out the doors and mirrors and windows, uh, the camera gives you a better view of that. And also the 360-degree camera, and, and I have to think, um, when, when I think of the, the engine you put in this, um, if you're towing, makes it a whole lot easier to line up that, that trailer hitch. Well, exactly, yeah. So this does come standard with the Class 3 trailer tow. We can tow 5,300 pounds with our 2.3-liter uh, EcoBoost engine. And uh, with the rear-view rear camera, uh, with the guidelines, it's easy to pull right up to that trailer, hook it up, and, and take it out on your adventure. Um, is is this um, – Ford, Ford has the, uh, the uh, backup system in the F-150 – um, is that going to, do you think that's going to make its way down to Explorer? You know, a lot of our customers, uh, do tow. Um, and for the most part, <clears throat> they have been pretty satisfied with the setup we have today, but obviously they don't tow as much as F-150 right. customers. Um, but the other piece of technology that we do offer today is blind spot information with, uh, trailer tow coverage. So... You've seen the bliss uh, dots in your mirror, right, that let you know there's someone yep. in your blind spot. Uh, and when you connect your trailer to the Explorer, it will also take into account your your trailer length. Uh, so not only does it let you know if you've got someone in your uh, vehicle's blind spot, it'll let you know if you have someone in your trailer's blind spot as well. So this, this Explorer um, Timberline Edition is... Not just off-road ready, it's not rough and tumble, but it's also got all the latest technology that just about Ford has to offer in it. Yeah, we really want to make this right for really every occasion. Um, and, you know, driving, you know, still people go off-road. We know, um, you know, about 40% of uh, people we surveyed said they, they like to go uh, out into the woods, and we've seen tremendous growth in off-roading within Explorer owners up like 60 percent in the last couple of years so people are getting out and about but we also understand people spend a lot of their time just driving to work taking their kids to soccer games you know running around town and so the timberline really wanted to provide that that correct balance and so we wanted to make sure we loaded it up with the right technologies thing like adaptive cruise control with traffic sign recognition to let you know if you're coming into a speed trap area uh, blind spot information rain sensing wipers uh, in addition to just our intelligent uh, four-wheel drive system, which comes standard on Timberline, this car is really working on your behalf all the time, whether you're on the trail or you're on the street. Uh, it is always looking out for you. Now, you know, some people some people would think that, um, you know, it's it's a four-cylinder engine and it, it doesn't have, you know, it doesn't have what it takes. But the torque numbers are really, really impressive. You said over 300 foot-pounds of torque, right? Right, yeah. 
Uh, it's the, the one of the most powerful force. Well, it is the most powerful four cylinder in its in its class, uh, and with the uh, turbocharging attached to it, you know, it's really immediate performance. It's got great acceleration through the entire torque curve, uh, great fuel economy, and uh, really a ton of towing capability. You know, fifty three hundred pounds. That's quite a lot. Um, it's it's the, that powertrain has been proven for us. Um, you know, we use that 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 architecture through a lot of our different powertrains and uh it's we've seen a great response to it so far with our explorer owners yeah and considering in the last year or so with covid uh people are buying boats and camping trailers you know they're they're almost to the point where they're hard to find now i know i i I listened to somebody from airstream the other day say 2020 was actually the best year in their history because people are buying so many so many camping trailers to be able to sort of still go on vacation but be socially distant and it sounds like this combination with its off-road ability and performance and fuel economy uh if you were towing a small camping trailer or a family boat um to the lake you know this sounds like it would be a great vehicle for that and like you said you know if you want to take the road less traveled and just pull off somewhere and and uh you know set up a tent perfect vehicle to do that for too yeah we really designed this uh vehicle with some kind of specific instances in mind and we're we're enthusiasts too you know we're we uh you know we work for the company but we also drive the products and i have a father that i'm very close to and we're trying to do outdoor activities all the time whether it's hunting fishing snowmobiling snowshoeing we're always getting up into michigan's upper peninsula which is a pretty remote area um so when we were putting this car together, uh, that was one of the thoughts I had along the way was, geez, this is going to be perfect for those kind of instances where, you know, you do a lot of on-road driving, but you want to have that confidence uh, to get out into the wilderness, go on some less traveled trails, um, and then just really have a good good time with your family with three rows of seating. You can take anyone with you. Um, we think it's a it's a really great combination at a time when, People really do want to get outdoors, whether they want to get out of the house because of lockdowns or, you know, we were even seeing this before COVID. So people want to get back to nature, and we're, we're happy to deliver a product that, that lets them do that with confidence. So, I mean, it certainly sounds like, you know, Ford's got the lineup right now. I mean, you kind of look at it. You have everything from the performance F-150 Raptor to the, to the Bronco now and Bronco Sport, and now the Ford Explorer, which arguably has to be the best-selling sport utility vehicle i would think uh in its in its in its time that has been out on the market and now you have this new variant which really just kind of adds to a a certain you know certain customer base but you know even the person that doesn't want to maybe be um out there out there you know thrashing through the woods but they want something that has a little bit better look to it sort of uh but it's but it's more than just the uh, person who put the cowboys cowboy boots on that looks like a cow looks like a cowboy. This one this one's one that can actually do the job. Oh, absolutely. Um, so you're right. We are uh, America's all time best selling SUV. We've sold over eight million Explorers since we introduced it uh, in 1991. Uh, so we have a great customer base. Uh, they're always letting us know uh, what they want uh, in their vehicles and in our next vehicles. And we saw a uh, overriding uh, amount of customers that, that wanted some more off-road capability. One thing we know is always important to our Explorer owners, and that's looks. 
And, uh, you know, it's always hard to describe how great something looks, uh, but Timberline is really a showstopper. Uh, the revised uh, front and rear front and rear of the vehicle um, with the red amber accents and the red amber tow hooks, the ride height, the real steel skid plates that show both front and back, and then the, the um, Bridgestone Dueler tires. This thing will really stop you in your tracks. It looks fantastic, super comfortable to drive, uh, responsive, uh, yet, you know, totally capable. It's a, yeah. no. it's, it's a real no, game changer. It, 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 so, it, so, it sounds pretty phenomenal. Uh, hopefully uh, we get one up here in the New England press fleet to try it out. It sounds like it'd be, sounds like it'd be a great vehicle, especially, you know, maybe as we get, you know, even into fall, into winter, it sounds like it'd be a perfect winter vehicle. You know, we're, we're not quite youpers up here in New England, but, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll do our best. <laughs> <laughs> You're close enough, and I appreciate the Uper uh, reference. That's that's pretty good. That's pretty good. Hey Lee, Lee, take uh, you know I want you to take full credit for uh, having the best selling uh, best selling uh, SUV on the planet. I mean, you are the marketing manager, so it's all your responsibility, right? Right. Hey, hey, we'll 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 take it today, John. Thank you so much for the time. There you go. And uh, you know the um, you can go out and order your Timberlines today. Uh, all right. If you want one? Then go to Ford.com. So thank you so Perfect. much. Perfect. All right. Take care, Lee. Be well. Stay safe. Thanks, John. Talk to you again soon. You bye bye. Now. All right. Bye. That was Lee Lee Newcomb, the Ford Explorer marketing manager, and uh, he is. Uh, you know, uh, I've talked to him a couple of times now. I talked to him uh, uh, back uh, about a month or so ago at AAA. We're doing um, the time between Labor Day and Memorial Day. The other way around. Memorial Day and Labor Day is considered the 100 deadliest days. That's when more traffic fatalities happen than any other time of the year. And, you know, of course, all the reasons you would think, you know, kids home from school, summertime, people not paying attention. And what we're going to try to do is each one of those 100 days, we're actually going to do a uh, some sort of public service announcement, Facebook post, something like that, uh, on AAA's uh, website and social media. And I got a chance to talk to Lee about um, the Ford MyKey system, which is a system that you can set up for your Ford vehicle where it limits some um, some functions. So if you have a teen in your household, you set up some parameters for the key, and what happens is it sort of limits radio volume. It lets you it, you know um, there's all kinds of extra warnings if no one's if no one has their seatbelt on, uh, and it limits top speed. So let's say you say, hey, look, you know, uh, you're you're not going out on the highway, you're not going anywhere, you know, limit the speed to 55 miles an hour or something. That's going to cover all the the major roadways around where you live. Um, so it, it adds all of these other safety features in. And so you have one key for the teens in your household and one key for you. And uh, it's it's pretty and pretty interesting. And, and Ford's Ford's got that program, the MyKey program. So uh, it, and it's pretty pretty simple to program. And uh, they're not the only ones. GM has a similar program, a teen driver program as well. So I got a chance to uh, start with talk with Dan Strollo from In Control. We did it on this radio program. We actually used the audio, uh, which we're going to use. And by the way, uh, hopefully um, um, Dan and his people got in contact with the winner of um, of the uh, 
of the in control car doctor north shore 1049 yeah all of that uh contest that we ran so um so we we took care we took care of all of that so um so we had a lot of stuff so uh and um you know we we talked to we talked to the folks at in control this week because they didn't get out they didn't get out the certificate quite away quite as fast as we hoped but it's all taken care of i also got a chance to talk with um with um the folks from a company called true motion and true motion is an app that you can put in your phone that does something similar to what the ford mikey program does it gives you a report card about how your teen is driving and then there's the true motion family package i guess which kind of looks at everybody's driving in the household it's a completely free program and uh you can load it on your phone and what it does rather than have to plug something into your car which that connector under the dash of your car is designed for diagnostic work it's not designed to be pinged all the time and that's why sometimes some of these other systems that uh insurance discount systems that plug into that connector the same connector you use to read codes um can actually have some issues and make the car not run quite the way it should i know i plugged one into my previous car and it turned on the traction control light and uh i called the company up and they're like i don't think that can happen i'm like look i plug it in traction control light comes on i unplug it traction control light goes off so i think there's a problem so you know they probably did fix it but the idea that it caused an issue because that system is designed for two-way communication but it's not designed for two-way communication all the time and that's where those um, those insurance things uh, can, can sometimes have a problem so that is one of that's uh, another one of the hundred days i'm going to be talking uh, um, i also talked with uh jamie page deaton from u.s world and news report about the best cars for teens that's in there and a lot of my coworkers are also putting things together so keep an eye on the AAA facebook page for all of that so we have all of those things coming up as well and the other thing from the ford side that um i saw this week uh ford is building an electric pickup truck they're calling it the lightning which good name for an electric truck and it's going to be uh, based on the ford f-150 platform uh, if you remember way back long enough ago, the Lightning name was used on um, some Ford V8-powered performance vehicles, I think, in uh, 93 and maybe again in 99 for four or five years each time. But this is going to be an all-electric F-150. Um, we'll, have to, we'll have to wait and see when it's coming up. I know I have a uh, special link to a preview. I think it's next, might be next Monday. Uh, so to find out a little bit more about it. So that's kind of interesting stuff from Ford. Why don't we take a break, pay some bills? Our phone lines are wide open at 800-370-1049. 800-370-1049 is how you get through and talk to us about your car and your car problems or whatever's on your mind on this Saturday, May 15th. We'll be right back. If it's local you want, it's local we have. Your local connection, North Shore 104.9. 
Hi, it's Hank Morse. Join me weekday mornings. We'll have local news, entertainment, music to get you going, and lots of laughs. Laugh and learn weekday mornings from 6 to 10 on your local connection. North Shore 104.9. Spring is upon us, and the Building Center of Gloucester has everything you need for a lush green lawn with Scott's four-stop lawn program. Scott's will take you through the summer with their four easy steps. The Building Center stocks outdoor planters, seeds of every kind, potting soils, fertilizers, and garden tools. You can shop online with curbside pickup or visit their store on Harbor Loop in Gloucester for all your projects. From paint to new kitchens and baths, decking, windows, and new doors, the Building Center has it all. Details at bcgloucester.com. Agway of Danvers is in full chick mode. Stop in for the best selection of baby chicks on the North Shore. I'm Ashley, the poultry specialist at Agway of Danvers. I am happy to be your local resource for picking out your flock, helping you with nutrition for your growing birds, and showing you our great variety of chicken coops that we carry in several different sizes and styles. We also offer one-stop shopping for bark mulch, loam, organic compost by the bagger yard with delivery available. Check out Big Daddy's Bait Shop for worms, shiners, and all things spring fishing. Find us in Waltham or 9 Wenham Street in Danvers. Have your morning coffee with me, Mark Friedman, host of Dollars and Cents each and every Sunday morning from 8 to 9 a.m. We'll start your day with financial advice in a language you can understand. I don't know who I don't know who told Biff that it was my birthday, but uh, yes, it is my birthday today. So happy birthday, John! Uh, well, thank you. Uh, it's thank a you. wonderful day. You know, you, by May fifteenth, that's a great time for a birthday. It's uh, well, it's uh, it's interesting that one of my coworkers, Mary McGuire, it's her birthday. My former boss, Bob Murray, it's his birthday, and my nephew Joe, it's his birthday. So apparently, it is a. I don't know. I don't know in birthday history who else's birthday it is on May fifteenth, <laughs> but there's uh, there's a, a bunch of people that I know. So, um, and it's it is uh, you know weather turned out weather turned about out to be pretty good. Uh, you know, and uh, uh, although I am leaving, I am leaving. Uh, uh, after the radio show gets over, I'm heading down to uh, the headquarters for the New England Motor Press Association. We're actually having a meeting today because we haven't gotten together for a long time, and we figure that most everybody has their, is uh, a couple weeks into their second vaccine, and we're going to be outdoors, so we're going to have an outdoor meeting, which we haven't had in a while. And um, and uh, is is that something you're looking forward to, or not so much? Um, there's, there's lunch involved. Yeah. Outdoors on a beautiful day. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like, it's not, it's not that bad. I mean, do you have to make a long drive somewhere? Uh, no, no, No? it's not, it's not, you know, it's half an hour from my house. It's not too bad. I'll I'll stop berating you (laughs) on your birthday. (laughs) So you made it to 29 and most said that you wouldn't. Uh, yeah. Yeah. No, I'm, 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 uh. You know, I don't. I don't know. I think you and I are about the same age. Yes, I believe that's correct. I yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. 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 
So I guess technically now I may be older. I, I think so. I think yeah. that you're yeah. you would be the elder statement statesman yeah. here. I think. Yeah. 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 Exactly. Exactly. So <laughs> working on his birthday, folks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, hey, and I want to thank the good people at Meineke last week uh, for having us up there. Uh, we we had a pretty good time with uh, Joanne was up there, our salesperson, and uh, the folks at Meineke, and it was it was kind of fun too. I had some of those um, Car ID T-shirts from CarID.com, and I we gave away a bunch of those to both their customers and some of their employees, and we had. Uh, we had some of our regular listeners stop by, uh, you know, Ken and and Paul, and um, and it was great. It was great to great to see everybody. I got to see that uh, got to see that Corvette that was sort of restored by the kids at the Votech School. Um, it was it was a good time. It was a good time up there, and and I I would have liked to have been outside because it's always fun when you can be outside. But um, you know, literally, uh, you know, twenty feet away from Route One north so it was a little little tight to be outside for there but uh uh so we were inside we were inside the the little waiting room they had there and uh well, just uh you know had fun had fun talking with everybody there so it was a good time so um it's kind of one of the things we get going on somebody wrote to me the other day and asked me is this uh semiconductor microchip shortage real and is that one of the reasons i can't buy a car and yeah, it is. Uh, I read just the other day that Infinity is actually stopping their production line of their their compact SUV because of semiconductor issues. Um, I've been told that Ford, uh, a lot of the dealers have F-150 pickup trucks parked that uh, they're waiting for parts so the dealers can actually install them. Um, so it's it's a series of issues and um i i read something the other day that said that apparently there's going to be a 2 billion dollar push to try to make more semiconductors in the united states um we'll have to see how that goes but yeah it's um it's getting getting kind of interesting and i when i was just saying talking about this i just popped up an article and said hot consumer demand for new vehicles is not waiting for automakers and their parts suppliers to obtain adequate supplies and deliveries of missing microchips they need the automakers are responding by creatively steering around the shortage this includes altering product mixes and feature packages to permit assembly lines to keep rolling towards dealerships we're in close communications with our customers on a daily basis making necessary adjustments even substituting product where we need to continue to supply going forward according to david doach he is the ceo of american axle and manufacturing uh, but it's certainly a challenge with the microchip shortage now uh, stretching into its fifth month and getting worse. Many believe manufacturers are varying from their own production forecasts and schedules. In some cases, that is leaving suppliers unsure how to keep moving or how to plan, according to the story here. And speaking of supply issues, Biff, what do you think about the uh, ransom demands on the Colonial Pipeline? Yeah, <laughs> wait, way too low. <laughs> Was it five million dollars? Five, five million. It's five sort million. of which like apparently, um, which know, apparently they paid. You know what, what's it with Minnie Me? What the heck's in that that movie? One, one million dollars. Uh, you know, one yeah, million dollars yeah. is not a so. Yeah. I know we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna hijack uh, the fuel for about I don't know ten U.S. states. Hold it hostage and ask for one million dollars. I mean, it's yeah. like, who yeah. are these people? Yeah. 
Well, they they claim they claim they only. I mean, if it's really the people with the dark side, it sounds like they stole that from a Star Wars movie. Yeah. Um, but they uh, they claim that they didn't do it for to cause a lot of um, consumer issues. They did it strictly for the money. Well, they, so, I think they missed uh, the mark on that one because a lot of people yeah, didn't they, have they, gasoline. They, they yeah, they certainly did. And what was sort of interesting is, um, you know, it's it, you know certainly in some areas, you know, Georgia, you know, through parts of the Carolinas, Tennessee. Yeah, there was an issue because that that pipeline runs from runs from Texas um, all the way up to Linden, New Jersey, and you know, kind of in between, it delivers. Now, the where my little tin shack is in Florida, uh, in the little town of Englewood. Um, they get oil from, I think, the port of Tampa that comes from Texas in ships across the Gulf of Mexico. There were gas shortages because people were buying and storing excessive amounts of gasoline. Now, I don't believe you're you're not you're not a social media guy, Biff, but I you know, not, there was no. a lot of there was a lot of pictures on Facebook and others of people basically hoarding gasoline yeah filling up uh, filling up big big drums and holding it and so on big drums yeah uh plastic bags inside cardboard boxes wow wow Uh, so is that like a a bag in a box in the wine industry yeah gas in a a box yeah yeah exactly same idea and maybe they were using you know former wine boxes (laughs) i don't know but uh uh, you know, I even saw, you know, again, you don't know how true the pictures are, but I saw somebody with, you know, half a dozen Home Depot five-gallon buckets. Um, wow. I, you know, wow. I don't think I'd want 25 gallons of gas sloshing around in the back of my SUV. I'm thinking, no, that's a really bad yeah. idea. Yeah. 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 Now, now, granted, if you're a landscaper, for instance, and you were worried about it and you filled up, you know, three or four five-gallon gas cans, but you would do that anyway. You know, that's something you do on a regular basis. That's not, and and kind of the problem with when all of this happens is, um, we'll, we'll see We'll see how right I am here. If, uh, Biff, how much gas is in your gas tank right now? Uh, probably about a half a tank, a little less. Exactly. Yep. That's what most people drive around with, somewhere mm-hmm. between a quarter and a half a tank. Usually at, at, half, and, at half signals, to, I fill it up at half. Yeah, uh, particularly yeah. in the winter, I like to keep the, keep it yeah. keep it yeah. full. Don't ask me why. I don't know. I was brought up that you know back in the old days, John. You don't put the put the dry gas in at the beginning of the winter. Remember that? Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. But, but you keep it. Here's well, uh, two things. Uh, most people drive around somewhere between a quarter and a half a tank of gas. That's what people do. But when there's a perception of a gas shortage, everybody fills up. Well, the gas stations aren't prepared for you know three times the volume. And they run out of gas. Sure. So by everybody getting crazy and filling up and being worried, and then saying, "Oh, I got to find all my gas cans. Oh, I only have one. I'm going to fill up. I'm going to fill up the punch bowl and the, you know, uh, this old milk jug and, <laughs> and the wine box. Know, every, the wine. Yeah, the wine box exactly. And uh, I'm going to because I don't want to have to. I don't want to run out of gas. And you know, I'll put all my gasoline next to the toilet paper and the paper towels that I got you know a year ago. Um, and the gas stations can't can't make up for it. so the idea that this little area of southwest florida you know had gas shortages a couple of days ago was crazy because it was all because people were panic buying and it it made no sense at all that it that it even happened so um 
you know, just just crazy stuff. One of the other issues, though, is um, another possible supply chain issue is um, there isn't enough truck drivers to drive tanker trucks. And uh, with everything that happened, they they allowed drivers to take less breaks, which is good to get gasoline in places bad if you're sleep deprived, I guess. But um, and there's also thoughts about allowing um, 18 year olds to get their uh, to get their tractor trailer license so they can start delivering stuff that gets normally delivered by tractor trailers because the issue is a lot of older truck drivers are retiring and they're not being replaced by anybody and you can make a lot of money being a truck driver so um so you know this whole gas thing and what people are doing and again i you know some of the pictures may have been made up on you know facebook or wherever i saw but i saw one person really looked like they were filling up an entire you know back of a uh, an suv and and i bet they had it looked like they had 10 absolutely brand new gas cans that they must have gone to the local Walmart or wherever and bought all the gas cans they had, and they filled them all up with gas so they could make sure they weren't going to run out of gas at home in an area where there wasn't a gas shortage until they made it. So You know, it's amazing how um, Americans, and I think this is very an American thing, how they react at the thought of not being able to have their automobile. It's just, it's... A fate worse worse than death, yeah. For Americans, yeah. No, no. I did an interview with a TV station out in Worcester, no, Worcester, Springfield, Channel Twenty Two in Springfield, and I said to the reporter, and we were talking about this among other things. And I said to the reporter, if one thing COVID taught us is we don't need to go out, and if there is a shortage of gasoline, we can do pretty much everything we did from home in the last year. And we can do it today. And, you know, and if you said to your boss, hey, I'm not going to be able to come in because I don't have any gas for my car because of the gas shortage. Can I go back to working remotely for a few days until... Not, not a problem. Can't, you know, it worked It worked for months. Why can't it work now? Mm-hmm. So, you know, I think that taught us that. And the other thing we were sort of taught is that um, you can really figure out how to order food and where it's going to come from and even if you wanted to have it delivered but you know order all your food and just go to one place and go pick it up if that's what you need to do and minimize how much gasoline you use i i I was joking for the longest time that um we always talk about mpg miles per gallon and in uh the height of covid mpg seemed to stand more for months per gallon uh people weren't people weren't burning enough gasoline yeah um i i talked to uh i talked to i did a presentation at a library in new york this week, which is nice because I can do it virtually, just like I'm sitting in the same chair now that I did on Tuesday or Wednesday night or whenever it was. And it was, um, I, I think there was three or four people in the audience that had relatively new cars, 19s, 20s, that only had about 3,000 miles on it because they said, well, we're not going anywhere. We're not doing anything. We're just kind of staying home mostly. So, you know, cars aren't getting used. The bad side of that, one of them was a... Uh, a Hyundai Kona, and the battery kept going. The battery, they kept getting a warning that said battery is, battery is getting low. Uh, the same warning you would get on a newer car if you sat there with your uh, radio on for a long period of time. And unlike uh, the cars that 
Biff and I grew up with that you could listen to the radio for hours and hours and hours and hours and never kill the battery. When you have a radio and a digital display screen, you might get 20 minutes out of it before it, before it pops up and either shuts itself off or says start up the car because the battery's gone. Wow, that's amazing. And, that's yeah, amazing. So, Hey, why don't yeah, we do so. this, John? Uh, let's. We've got Robert from Tingsboro on the phone, but before we talk to Robert, he's got a couple of questions for you, as usual. Okay. Uh, before we do that, why don't we take take a quick break, get that out of the way, and come back, and we'll get Robert on the phone. How's that sound? Okay. And, and, and what's that? What's that phone number that people call in? Oh, I think it's one eight hundred three seven zero one zero four nine. I give up. I'm going to do the one eight hundred. That's it. Sorry. Yeah, from yeah, now, I give up. Hey, you, know, you and Jimmy yeah. win. Okay. Yeah, okay. So there you go. <laughs> My name is John Paul. This is the Car Doctor Program. You're listening on North Shore 104.9. We'll be right back. Meineke Car Care Auto Repair Shop is on Route 1 North in Peabody, a half mile before Costco. Hi, I'm Kirk Neumann, inviting you to visit our repair shop open Mondays through Saturdays. Meineke of Peabody is a friendly, locally owned repair shop by trustworthy car care pros like me. Our prices are fair and quoted up front. Mention you heard this message on 104.9 Radio and receive 20% off all brake service now through the end of summer. Find us at Meineke.com and enter Peabody in the find box and you can schedule your appointment online. That's Meineke.com. Don't put mercury in the trash. Don't put mercury in the trash. Fluorescent lamps. Fluorescent lamps. Thermometers. Thermometers. Thermostats. Thermostats. These could all contain mercury. So let's dispose of them properly. Don't put mercury in the trash. Don't put mercury in the trash. Know your products with mercury so you can dispose of them properly. Mercury is harmful to human health and the environment. To learn what products in your home may contain mercury and where to safely dispose of them, please contact your local Board of Health or Department of Public Works or visit keepmercuryfromrising.org. Know your products with mercury so you can dispose of them properly. Visit keepmercuryfromrising.org because together we can keep our environment safe. Brought to you by Win Waste Innovations. Performance for the planet. Hi, it's John Haley from Obershawn Hardware. Join me every Sunday morning at 7 on At Home with John Haley as we tackle your home projects. Good morning, everyone. I'm Mark Rosenthal. Here is your North Shore 1049 forecast serving the North Shore in the Merrimack Valley. For today, lots of morning sun, some afternoon fill with the clouds. It'll be warm. It'll be in the 70s. Clear and mild overnight, about 52. And tomorrow, straight on through Wednesday of next week, sun, some fill with the clouds, warm and dry weather. Temperatures mostly in the 70s. Forecast being brought to you by Athletic Asphalt Paving. They offer residential and commercial driveway replacements, walkway replacements, asphalt repair, sail coating, and more. Online at athletic-paving.com. For local door shore, 1049, I'm Mark Resenthal. And welcome back. 
back to the Car Doctor program on North Shore 104.9. My name is John Paul, the Car Doctor, here to help you with your car problems on this glorious Saturday. I was out uh, tinkering with the lawnmower before the show. Uh, um, I, I had to buy a lawnmower a couple of years ago, and the last time I mowed the lawn, I'm like, it, it won't cut through the dandelions. So it gives you an idea about my yard. I have dandelions, so... Uh, but the, uh, so it was out there and I took the blade off and sharpened it and put it back on and, uh, and then, then it, then it rattled afterwards. Apparently the blade didn't sit quite the way it was supposed to. So I took it back off, put it back on and made the noises go away. So, uh, again, our phone number 800-370-1049, 800-370-1049, or as Biff likes to say, 1-800-370-1049. <laughs> <laughs> let's talk to let's talk to our buddy Robert. Robert, good morning. Good morning, John. And first of all, happy birthday. Well, thank you, thank you so much. Yeah. Just talking about all these chip charges. I was thinking people with carburetors, mechanical fuel pumps, and no navigational systems. They look like geniuses. Uh, yeah, them. yeah, yeah, yeah. They do. They do. I I think uh, I think that was. Uh, you know, wasn't wasn't that the, the almost a plot line to one of the Fast and Furious movies? Let's bring out the old car. They can't hack that one. You know. Yeah, so, I agree. Uh, I, I actually yeah. have someone in my family that's a little bit um, I don't know, chicken willish. The sky is falling. They don't want yep. a car that can be tracked or has a computer in it. So they've got well, these I, cars. <laughs> yeah. Well, I was at I was at a uh, uh, Chevrolet dealer, and a guy was buying a new Corvette, and he wanted to disable. All the OnStar stuff in it, because he didn't want OnStar to know where he was, where he was, and what he was doing with his car. Yeah, what's he up to? Uh, yeah, it kind of kind of makes you wonder. I don't know. Yeah, you know, that, but it's uh, a good thing, you know. In some situations, to have them, they like get to you. You know, there's yeah, other times yeah. where you don't want them bothering you with some sort yeah, of internet. You know, you, you know, if you if you unless you have a a flip phone, and not even then, uh, but you know, almost you know, almost. I think 85% of the population has some kind of mobile phone now, and most of them are all smartphones. They don't have GPS trackers in them anyway, so, yeah. you know, even when you, even when you shut, even when you shut the GPS off in the phone, it's still kind of, you know, it's still, they can still kind of get an idea where you are. Yeah, and, I'm one and of it, those it, uh, yeah. throwbacks. I, I have a flip phone, and there's no internet access, there's no texting, it's strictly for emergencies. Yeah, well, there's there's a lot of people. My wife was perfectly happy with her flip phone, and then she had a phone that had a sliding keyboard in it so she could text message. And then uh, when she was going to Florida a couple of years ago, we didn't have a car down there. And I said, you really should have a smartphone so you can at least, you know, take an Uber or Lyft or something to be able to get around. And she begrudgingly got one and... Now she uses it all the time. So, yeah, see, my wife's just the opposite. She has all the tech, you know, the kids, yep. the grandkids, yep. they all got oh, it. Oh, yeah. That, that's, I, that's I what deliberately it's... don't. Yeah. No, no. Them, yeah. no, no it, but, but if all you want to do is take a phone call or make a phone call, you know, that's right. fine. But eventually what's going to happen is you're going to be hard-pressed to find a flip phone or any kind of basic phone that's going to work on the latest phone system. So eventually yeah. they're going to make you buy one. Well, then get the triple A, uh, you know. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, nine one one. Yeah. Okay. Well, you have a great birthday, John. Oh, okay. That was it. Yeah. Yeah. I, oh. uh, yeah. I was mainly it was the birthday and the. Well, you, I appreciate You guys that. were talking about people with their cars and yeah. it's worse than death not having it or 
filling their gas tanks up when there's no shortage. Yeah, they yeah. Can, can, you, can, you, can you believe that people are filling up trash bags with gasoline? That's unbelievable. Kind of makes you a little bit afraid for the human race, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah, a time bomb driving down the street. <laughs> I know, I know. I, 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 you know, I, I don't know a lot about gasoline, but I know sometimes you put gasoline in something and it melts. So yeah, you know, yeah, yeah, plastic yeah. and stuff. Yeah, and yeah, not to mention, exactly. you know, getting on that subject. Um, we shouldn't really have self service stations because the majority of people out there they're not trained for hazmat and to transport and pump fuel or any dangerous material for that matter. Yeah. And they're out there, you know, tearing them off the pump and blowing them themselves up, and you know, there's no training. Yeah, well, no, well, there's there's that, but uh, you know, we're, you know, I think I think New Jersey's the last holdout. They're the only full serve state left in the country. Yeah, it'd be nice to put yeah. people back to work that are actually human. Uh, yeah, say, yeah, you, well, you know, there's a lot of know, people don't the, want to do it. I mean, the last time the last time I was at some store, and I don't remember where it was. There was one real cashier, and all the rest were uh, self serve cash registers. Yep. Yep. Yeah. No, it's kind of the way of the world. Hey, Robert, thank you for the birthday wish. You got it, buddy. All right. Take later. care. Thank you. Bye-bye. All right, John. So, John, we're stacking them up this morning. We are. Oh, I think yeah. it might have something to do with the special day. But uh, next up, John, I know you wanted to uh, go to something it's, else. It's, but It's a uh, it's, uh, Law Enforcement Awareness Day. It, it, it is Law Enforcement Awareness Day. And our, our good friend Paul from Braintree has has a question, John, and this is an interesting question, about tire, in, I think if I got this right, if I understood him right, tire inflation and how it it, it relates to gasoline, um, uh, gotcha. you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I'm I, I, know, I, know, I know what you're saying in spite of what you said. Uh, I probably should bring Paul up and let him ask because I'm babbling like a fool here. I Paul, you there? Paul? Hello, Paul. Paul, what'd you do with Paul? Paul, you there? Yeah, I'm here. There, there you go. go. No, there, there he yeah, is. Yeah, Biff's got to put him in the queue before he can actually yeah, talk. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, you know, Paul. Paul can take your job. You know, just say so you no. Know. You know, Paul was a Paul was a, a, a famous radio. Ah, uh, you've told me this many uh, times. You could, yeah, you, you might want it. You might want to consider doing that. <laughs> Uh, if you pay for the gas to get from here to there, sure. You know? uh, well, I, I hate to tell you that's not going to happen. So uh, it, it, it never, it never, it never mind. It never did. Yeah. When I never, in the best of times, gasoline. You work for us, and you want us to pay for gasoline? No. I mean, anyway, uh, uh, I understand that uh, you have a birthday today, and I guess uh, that's, you can put that's, your a, that's what that's what people tell me. Yeah, that's what people tell me. Yeah. Well, so. happy birthday, and hope you well, hope you. you celebrate and uh, appropriate and happy. Yeah, happy yeah. So cake, so, far cream, I, so far, I so far, so far, I mowed the lawn. You know. Oh, that's good. Yeah, yeah. No. <laughs> so it's, yeah, it's it's starting off with a bang. That's great. Um, yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Well, with all the pollen around, it's wondered. <laughs> <laughs> you still have a voice. Uh, yeah, yeah. I, I, I have a glass of orange juice next to me just to fix that. So, oh, that's great. That's great. I have a quick question with the sure. um, <clears throat> price of gas going up. Um, yeah. Can I inflate my tire pressure beyond what it says on the uh, jam of the door? You can. Um, I, Should I? You know, I guess maybe. Uh, you know, it's funny. I was talking with a engineer from Michelin, and. He said, 
on his personal vehicle, which I which I assume has Michelin's on it, he over he overinflates his tires. He never goes over the maximum, so whatever the you know thirty five, forty two, whatever the maximum is. But he said if on his door placard if it says thirty and thirty two, he goes thirty two and thirty four, and he feels he gets a smidge better gas mileage and a smidge longer tire life, and he he'll sacrifice a little bit of ride because of it. So could you? Could you go up a couple of pounds without causing any harm? Yes, you could. Is it going to change the way the ride, the car rides? Maybe a little bit, um, but probably not anything terrible. Yeah, I, <clears throat> I didn't know whether with the heat it would be, uh, whether you're doing local driving or highway driving. Mine is mostly, mostly local at this yeah. point. Whether no, or not no, that makes a, a difference. No, it's uh, a funny. it's a funny thing about air. Air is molecules, and when you put... When you have less air in your tire, and I'm making these numbers up, you have 20 pounds of air in your tires, and you go on a 100-mile ride out in the highway. When you go to check the tires afterwards, you might end up with 50 pounds of air in the tires because the molecules are sort of loose, and they're vibrating around, and they expand, and the pressure expands. Now, if you put 32 pounds of air in that tire, and you go on that same 100-mile trip, when you check the tires at the end of 100 miles, you might have 34 pounds because the molecules don't rustle back and forth as much, they don't get hot, and it doesn't increase the air pressure. So actually adding air reduces the amount that the tire sort of self-inflates, if you will. Okay. Yeah. Well, there's yeah. A, it's, uh, it's, 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 that's a, a variation of high school chemistry and physics and um, you know, my, my, my life as a teacher is only to be smarter than the kids that I teach. Uh, the um, the um, I was uh, not very good at <laughs> physics, as I remember. Uh, but uh, that's uh, but first of all, thank you for your uh, remote uh, diagnosis. Uh, um, I asked you about yeah. Yeah. a light going on on the dashboard, and yeah. it was the thermostat. It was the thermostat, and and fortunately, you don't have an you don't have an hour that costs four thousand dollars to replace it. No, it was nowhere near it. If I had had an Audi, and I think I told you this, it probably would be, where you have to dismantle the whole front end of the car, mm -hmm. apparently, to get to the thermostat. Uh, bad enough of mine, they did have to take off a, the right front wheel, for some reason, to, to get to it. And yeah. uh, they're really good mechanics, and as a matter of fact, they, I believe they listen to your show. So, well, well, give them a plug. So, Tell us who they are. I, I, uh, sure. Uh, Tower uh, Automotive, uh, they're in Adam Street in Quincy, gone for them, gone to them for years. They also own a Sunoco gas station okay. uh, bag made across the street. So uh, mm -hmm. the uh, Egan brothers and and their crew, um, good. So uh, Jay, who actually did did the work, and they're always honest and reasonable. If if they say something needs to be replaced, it does. You know. Well, there you go. Uh, so that's that's really nice, and uh, uh, I always recommend them. Well, but I, it, 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 the car seems to run better. It was running a little rough, actually, just yeah, before, yeah. before I noticed yeah, the thermostat yeah. light went on. Yeah, now yeah, it's, would, it's smoother. Does that? Yeah, that would make sense because that, that little bit of extra fuel, because the uh, you probably noticed the gas mileage might have gone up just a smidge, and that little bit of extra fuel could have actually been carboning up the plugs just a little bit. And now that the computer knows the engine's getting up to the right temperature, and the fuel is the fuel is matching the temperature of the engine. The car runs cleaner, and the plugs are probably cleaning themselves off. So, all good. Well, again, thank you very much, and 
All right. Uh, All right. For the diagnosis and have a really happy birthday. Well, thank you. We'll talk to you soon. All right. right Take care. All right, we need to take another break. My name is John Paul. This is the Car Doctor program. There's about eight minutes left of the program. If you want to call in, 800-370-1049. We will be right back. This weather report is brought to you by Moynihan Lumber. For lumber and building materials, doors and windows, kitchen cabinets, ace hardware, visit Moynihan Lumber at 82 River Street in downtown Beverly or at MoynihanLumber.com. Gas prices are on the rise and you don't have to worry. This is Kevin Michaud. And this is Zach Michaud from Michaud Mitsubishi. Folks, we have 10 mirages over here on 114 in Danvers, just starting at 13900 That's a brand new car. Where do you get a brand new car under 15000 today? Dad, in this market, I've never seen anything like it. These new Mitsubishi Mirages get up to 50 miles per gallon. Backup camera standard, Bluetooth standard. You can't go wrong. You want reliability? These vehicles are backed with a five-year, 60,000-mile bumper-to-bumper warranty. Dad, it's happening right now. We have limited inventory. These cars are going fast, so hurry up before they're gone. That's right, son, and I guarantee you'll be satisfied. Misho Mitsubishi, Route 114 in Danvers, MishoMitsubishi.com. M-I-C-H-A-U-T, Misho Mitsubishi. Raising your inner voice with Jay Foss. Hey there, Rich. How are you? Fine. I just happened to be out getting an ice cream and turned on the radio and got your broadcast. I'm absolutely floored. Sundays at 7. This could be used to help people look at different perspectives and points of view. Raising your inner voice. Sundays at 7 on 1049 FM. Welcome back to the Car Doctor program, and uh, let's see if we can get some calls wrapped up real quick here. Let's uh, just put them right in order there, Biff. All right. Up next, John D. from PBD. John, are you there? I'm still here. Well, thanks, John. Yeah, I got a uh, Honda. I had it for a couple of months now, yeah. in uh, 2010. And the light came up on the dashboard. I didn't know what it was. And my daughter says, uh, one of your tires is low. How do I know which one is? I looked at them visually. They seem okay. Yeah. Which one is low? Uh, get a gauge. Get a gauge. Oh, get okay. Gauge. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what my it, grandson told me. Get a gauge. Yeah, yeah. no, that's... Um, some cars will actually tell you which tire it is. Other cars won't. And uh, you just... And it only takes about four or five pounds to turn the light on. So, um what you and on that on that car there might be a switch or you might just find there's one tire that's a few pounds low the the older Volkswagen we have uh, there was a tire that had been leaking around the rim and about every eight weeks it was just low enough it would get down to 28 pounds and it would be just enough to turn the light on so I'd go around and check all four tires as it was always a left rear down to 28 uh, put five pounds of air in it the light would go out it would go out for another you know two months and then finally I stopped being lazy about it and brought it to the brought it and got the rim sealed and fixed the problem so you might have a nail in a tire so go you know go get a tire gauge check it out should be able to fix it okay thanks for the advice all right i right, keep up keep up the good work i will do my best, best. 
All right. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, All right. Thank you. All right. Thank you. Bye-bye. Where are we going now there, sir? All right. We're going next. Uh, hang on. Give me a second here to get him in the queue. Bob from Middleton is up next, so hang on one second, okay? All right. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm ready. I'm ready whenever you are. I'm ready whenever you are. Yeah, yeah. I know the phones get funny. So he has to. Phones are funny. And Bob from here. Middleton, are you there? Bob from Middleton. Robert. Hey. 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 Yes. Hi. Hey. I, um. Yep. Yeah, I can hear you. Come on. Where'd you go? Hey. Hey. Oh, uh, I, I'm, I'm listening to the show and talking oh. to you on the same oh, phone. Oh, see, so that's the problem. You can't that do that. You got you to just listen oh. on the phone. Yeah. Hold, hold, hold on a second. Yeah. By the time we get well, all this figured can, out, we're going to have to Can you to hear me? I can. I can hear you fine. Yeah. Okay. Um, listen, I, I, I know you're short for time. and I just wanted to give a shout-out to uh, Steve at, um, at um, um, Key and Peabody. Okay. Oh. Yeah, no, thank you very much. You know, the Meineke and Peabody, it seem, they, seem like nice, they seem like nice guys down there, and they seem to be able to get, get all the work done, and, uh, you know, they, they'll, it sounds like they'll tackle just about anything. What did he do for you, so, Bob? Bob, what did he do for you? Oh, hold on. I'm trying to I'm trying to turn off the radio. Here we go. That's tricky. So okay. so what okay. what do you, what do you do for there? you at the Meineke? Yeah, what do you do for you at the Meineke? Okay. Um I I it swung by there uh Saturday uh hoping to catch yep. you yep. and and Kurt yep. to say yep. hi and yep. uh, I was a little little late getting there and uh, I brought my wife's uh Odyssey van because the exhaust had been making a lot of noise. It was getting worse and yep. worse. I, I was thinking yep. that uh Either a manifold or a pipe or something was going, yep. and uh, yep. Steve took a raid in. He got it up. He found when a bolt was broken off. He replaced the bolt and said, "Sent me on my way." He said, "I said, what do you owe you?" He, he says, "Nothing." He says, "A quick fix." He says, "You're all set." So, there you go. Hey, know, that's what, the kind of stuff we like to hear. Other than that, that sounds perfect. So, uh, so, uh, so Kirk and the boys and everybody down there, thank you for doing a good job and taking care of taking care of one of our listeners. So, thank you very much. Exactly, and I apologize for the uh, trouble uh, getting hooked that's up with the, you. That's that's all right. That's all right. Hey, we got to get going. We got to get going. Thank you. Uh, uh, thank you, uh, because our our buddy Dave Seymour in Real Estate Revealed is coming up next. So, um, you know, I, I you know you can you can learn you can learn a lot from Dave Seymour. So, and it's uh, I have uh, I don't know I have some cable channel where Flipping Boston comes on. Pretty much regularly on the weekend, so I get to see him. And I get to see oh, him. So you get to see Dave on the. T- you yeah, get to see get Dave to see, on the TV. I, to, I do, I do. He looks like he's lost a little weight since since then. Looks like he's gotten a little bit of better shape since his old days of working on houses. Ah. Hey, uh, Biff. As always, thank you for doing a fantastic job back there at the studio. John, and, thank uh, you, and you have yourself a fabulous day and a happy birthday. Well, thank you so so much, and for everyone else out there. Uh, Wear your seatbelt, drive safely, be good to your car, still wear a mask, wash your hands, all that kind of good stuff, and talk to you next week. Bye-bye.